What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the TT Podcast. It's episode number 21. Today, I am joined by Prince. Hey there. Ace. Hello. And Dave. Hello. How's it going, guys? Good. Yeah, not bad at all. Sound, you guys sound so enthusiastic. <laughs> Great! Fantastic! Oh my god, I am exuberant. Uh, I am in a way, but I've only had a few hours to do the thing I wanted to do a lot of hours today, so... Yeah. Um, I, I'm right there with you. But first, before we get carried away, uh, I don't know if you've actually been on an aired episode of this podcast, Dave, so why don't you tell people about yourself? Well, I, um... The walkthrough manager for True Trophies, and I spend a lot of my time working there or gaming. Sounds like you fit in. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, All right. I spend most of my time in front of a computer. Oh. Indeed, don't we all? Don't we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So. As as Prince was alluding to, I believe, um, you were going to talk about Final Fantasy, I think? Yeah. I, I hope mean, that's what he was alluding to. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, listeners won't be listening to this on release day, but um, a little peek behind the scenes. We were recording on the eve, uh, the evening of release day. Mm. And, uh, you know, I mean, I've had the game in my building for 10 hours now. Well, 12 oh. hours, I suppose, but um, I've only had a few hours to play it because I've been busy with other things, unfortunately. Um, yeah. So Unfortunately, uh, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I've uh, I've played ma- maybe two and a half hours. Um, I've literally, I mean, to, to set up how far into the game I am, I have literally just gotten to the point where the uh, hammer has dropped or fallen or whatever, and you know the main impetus for the story just happened so yeah that that's as far as i've gotten which by the way was kind of cheesy and poorly done in my opinion but ouch, ouch. yeah have you gotten that far uh i am only i've only just got uh to the part where you have the car to drive um, yeah uh, okay so i sort of finished the opening area where you have to sort of your car is broken down of course and you got to push it yeah, you have to get back to um, Cindy, the mechanic, to uh, pay for your... Actually, in this version of the game, it's paid for. You just have to get do some errands for her. And then, um, then she gives you it to drive, and you can set off in any direction. It's kind of a boxing area. So for that reason, I'd say I'm still in the first area. Yeah, um, and I'm not much further than that. I've done a couple of things after that, but um, I was supposed to take a boat, and... I haven't taken the boat yet, and that's about mm-hmm. as far as I've gotten. Um, and they did actually update the game. There was a day one patch, even though they said that they wouldn't need a day one patch. Yeah, um, which I'm theoretically sorry. added, yeah, it added features. Um, but the they also added parts from uh, Kingslave mm-hmm. into the game so that it would set up what happened with the king after you left. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that's just the one part. Like I've enjoyed pretty much everything. Some of the cinematic stuff is a little bit stilted, but ah. so far so good. I thought the um the I think it was the opening cinematic where um Noctis is standing at the steps and having a conversation with his father, and mm-hmm. it's got this um, wonderful subtext of Noctis being a boy 
and yeah. basically going out like he doesn't have a care in the world. And the king yeah. is there standing with his crutch. And, and that was great. Yeah, and he's got all the weight of the world on his shoulders, metaphorically. Mm-hmm. And they're sort of talking on completely different pages. Yeah. Uh, trying to, com- each of them sort of, obviously they love each other, but they're trying to convey uh, so many things in so few words. And I thought that was a beautiful with, with With other people present, too. Yeah. Which is which is interesting. I have to say that it's well written in that regard. In that, um, they are the writing is very aware of all the little things that are going on. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a boy and his father; it's a prince and the king talking right. in front of a group of people and trying to convey things without really seeming weak. I guess, mm-hmm. um, which was interesting. Yeah. Uh. This, that scene is so because um the other thing I watched early today well the other thing I did I've given it away the other thing I did early today was I watched Kingsglaive mm-hmm. um, and that I really like I know that some people have mixed feelings about it but for me um, knowing the full context of it um, yeah I thought that it was brilliant foray and um that definitely I watched it after watching Brotherhood so that gave me introduction. And now yeah. the film has given me introduction to the game, which sets up scenes like that to have a level of depth beyond anything that's apparent at first glance. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go back and watch that because I was like, well, if they put the important parts into the game, then I'm not too worried about it. Mm. I'm but, looking uh, forward to seeing how much of it they have cut into the game. Not much at all. That scene was probably a minute total, and it went through the events very quickly and i'm just like oh my god what the hell is going on right now so (laughs) yeah um yeah not not the most informative you just kind of get the impression that something bad happened that's about it um yeah um so what else have you been up to um that's been i mean so like playing it has been the um the peak of the long mountain journey uh So I spent much of the week preparing for it by playing the two demos and Mm -hmm. watching Brotherhood, which is five episodes. Um, Right. The total of the uh, five episodes is about a film length, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. The anime um, prequel. And Mm -hmm. then today, Kingsglaive. I should have watched it yesterday, but like a fool, I didn't. Um, Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, the two demos were interesting. The four hour, uh, well, I... I say it took me about four hours to play the episode um, Dusk Guy, and like I've, the more I think about it, the more I sort of turn over in my head about how you pronounce it. But um, yeah, I don't want to <laughs> dwell on that too much because I'll be all day. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, I'd say that one's not so much worth playing anymore because it's it's on an old design, so some of the controls, a lot of the controls have changed, and mm-hmm. so it kind of just sets you off on the wrong foot, and it a slice of the game in theory. So although it's kind of an alternative slice, um, it's a little bit redundant now. Whereas the Platinum demo is certainly worth playing. The fact that um, it's not a slice of the game, it's an independent segment. And um, it's very short. It took me under an hour, I'd say about 45 minutes for me. And that was with exploring a lot. Um, You could spend more time in it. There are more things to do. um, Or you could spend less time. You could just blitz through. So... Uh, you can kind of take what you want from it, and then you get the unlock in the main game. So, uh, what did you guys think of Brotherhood? Um, Ace, have you seen it? 
Yep, I was watching that last night. <clears throat> uh, I really enjoyed it. I kind of like those um, uh, animes. It's a shame it wasn't a English dub, so I had to read. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> other than that, other, some of them were really good, really action-packed. Other ones were really mm. sweet and um, nice to get that kind of um, uh, backstory. Some of the characters help to connect and feel a bit more invested. It's nice for them to take the extra time yeah. to do that. I liked um I liked that they took a different tone with each episode. It wasn't just a different perspective, but an entirely different feel to each episode. Well, um, did they change up the uh animation style or am I making that up? I don't no. know. It did. No, it was the, it was the same okay. style but each one kind of centered on one of the characters mm, to some gotcha. degree. Like um, with Halo Legends they had independent think... studios to do different episodes, but which was fantastic. Thank you for reminding me about that. I had totally <laughs> forgotten it it existed. That was uh, at some point. If you have the chance and you like Halo, you should check that out because it's got some awesome, like various different art styles and storytelling styles, and it's very fun. Yeah. Well, I suppose if you like either that <laughs> or this, um, I mean, the, I think that brings me back to um, about the Japanese dub only. Um, mm. I think it's kind of. They probably made that decision. Obviously, it saves costs, but also right. um, it's sort of the admitting that this is an anime. This is a Japanese anime. Yeah. So, um, as much as you can have dubs, um, this is like. Uh, also, so a lot of the episodes are very much set in a Japanese way of life, like the Japanese suburban um, mm. school life and so on. And it doesn't entirely translate. Well, you could translate it, but I mean, the fact that you have to put yourself there mentally means yeah. that. Um, having to make a concession for the um, for the voice acting and the intonations of the voice action, acting, um, it kind of it's kind of somewhat necessary. It's not entirely yeah. necessary, I know. But maybe I'm just being an apologist, but um, I do kind of appreciate that as someone who's um, watched a lot of anime over the years. Um, you can kind of see the difference in a way. Yeah, there's there's a uh, practice to it, and once you've watched enough anime you get used to you know keeping track of whatever's happening and reading it and you do learn some interesting things about japanese culture that way and mm. the intonations and what those emotions are how you relate to them yeah yep um so the last thing for me about what i've been playing is i finally finished assassin's creed syndicate on ps4 i did the jack the ripper dlc um not a lot to was, say about it. It's quite old now, but I'd was say... He, uh, was he a formidable opponent? Uh, was he not an opponent? I don't want to spoil it, I guess. Or I can I spoil it? I mean, it is old, so in that way, maybe I can spoil it. Um, um, well, if you want to spoil it, spoiler incoming, so... Okay, so a soft spoiler. Soft. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that he's not a formidable opponent, because as much as he's intimidating through the the course of the story and it is quite a long story it's i think the whole dlc was uh over eight hours i can't remember now wow um you do get um you do get quite a lot for your money there um mm -hmm. but i would say there was there's persistent bugs in it and that's what really really annoyed me there um that's unfortunate yeah i mean but i guess Assassin's Creed bugs. Who knew? 
<laughs> the fact is that <laughs> it's so old and they haven't fixed them because they've abandoned it, which means they basically don't care that we're having a rough experience, which upsets me in a way. I mean, I already paid for it, so in a way you can't yeah. back, but it's sort of... God, it is... Torn. Yeah, it is kind of a problem. Um, and it, it's been happening occasionally with certain games. I mean, I think Batman was one of those big examples where uh, Warner Brothers was like, uh, we can't fix this right now. We're busy working on DLC that people are going to buy. It's like, um, you should fix your core game first. <laughs> nope, they just never did that. Yeah. So. Um, but I don't don't remember if I finished my thought, but you fight him mm-hmm. once at the end um, yep. of the campaign. And it's not really formidable because it's kind of a cheesy fight. You have to sort of faff about and kind of get lucky with the mechanics and flank him. Um, And then have to use the... um, I mean, it's kind of implied, but kind of um, not obvious. But you have to use the special brutal attacks, which are part of the DLC on him. Mm -hmm. Which I thought is... That's a brilliant touch. But you use it once, and then after that you basically just have to go back to cheating to get behind him again, which isn't a good uh, gameplay mechanic. No. Because you're locked in this tiny room with him. It's just tough. But the rest of the DLC, very good. So much content and value for money. Hmm. Good. All right. Well, what about you, Ace? Um, yeah, so I already said I watched the um, Final Fantasy Brotherhood episodes and enjoyed those. Mm-hmm. Um. Trying to get everything in line. I've got. I've still got the demo uh, to play. Yeah. Um, uh, Platinum one, um, and watch uh, Kingslave as well. Yeah. Ready for when my my copy turns out. I was a little late in um, pre-ordering mine. Cause I was. Tisk, um, tisk. I'm in an. I'm in an R and over. What to get? I couldn't decide whether to get like the I've been PlayStation Store to like the dish. Yeah, I bet. Oh, <laughs> the. Uh, I, I sat forlorn and stared at the Ultimate Collector's Edition on the Square Enix shop on the waiting list and refreshed a few times a couple of days, just Hoping. on the off yeah. chance. But uh, Yeah, I think they took payment for everything back in October, though, so I suppose the chances of any coming back on there were slim mm-hmm. to none. Oh, well, well, definitely none. <laughs> um, which is a shame. So, yeah, I'll finally get that one in. Um, but uh, same old, same old, I guess. PlayStation VR World, trying to finish up those um, challenges in Luge and um, uh, Danger Ball. Some of those are really tough. It's, it's quite frustrating. Yeah. Because um, I, I don't know if it's just me or what, but it's, you know, the VR headset's great. You can enjoy a rich world. What is slightly annoying is when it's pinpoint accuracy with tilting your head. I don't know if it's me or the camera or the lighting. Well, or... so what but... you've managed to survive <laughs> it gets a bit frustrating you've managed to survive for a good portion of your life so i'm going to take a stab and say it's the game in this one right yeah. <laughs> um so has that been it for you um and a little bit of disney infinity just trying to finish that one off before i get lego dimensions for christmas mm-hmm. um because i of course picked up the uh the Sonic level pack that came out this month. Ooh. So I'm going to do uh, a year. I'm sure people probably know by now, but I'm a massive Sonic nut, and the uh, the chance to play a Lego version was just too tempting. Yeah. Um, and of course, with the, the Black Friday, although I don't know why they call it that over here, because it's more like a week-long <laughs> yeah. thing. Um, 
I managed to pick it up for a more reasonable game price of um, 44.99 rather than the astronomical price. I think it first released at about 130 or something oh, when it boy. first came Yikes. out. Yeah. Well, way to go. <laughs> what do you get for that small fortune? Yeah. Mm, right. Um, you get the base, which is pretty similar to um, Disney Infinity, but you get a load of Lego on top to make a nice looking gate. It's build not, your car. Yeah, the functional bit is the. Just yeah, you get, you get a little car with Lego. it. The three <laughs> but the, the only difference from that and a Disney Infinity set, I think, is that yeah, you've got this load of Lego pieces to make the um, the base look prettier with the portal, but. But the basic, real, functional portal bit is the is the base, and yeah, it's got um, uh, two segments that are then broken into three segments each. So it's a little bit more um, complex and more options than the Disney Infinity mm-hmm. base. But ultimately, I I did not see why they thought they could get away with charging over a hundred quid for that. I um, because you know. Lego. I mean, let's. <laughs> Being, yeah, being okay. realistic, it's not like Lego has ever been, well, not recently at least, been particularly affordable. It's usually kind of on the expensive uh, side. No, you've got to take would, would you say Disney has as well, though? Well, true. <laughs> the cost of some of those Elsa and Anna dolls and things are ridiculous Well, any fathers out there. Well, they, they <laughs> did get away with that. So thinking that they could, uh, <laughs> I think it's kind of fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, uh, of course, hopefully for the rest of this week, we'll be doing Final Fantasy 15 when it turns up, hopefully tomorrow. Yeah, good, good. Um, what about you, Dave? Break the news, I have stolen your Final Fantasy 15. I am your postman. Oh. <laughs> and the postman. Oh. <laughs> He's under the floorboards. Oh, no. That got mm. dark fast. Yeah, right? Well. Lay it on me, Dave. I have been playing F1 2016 mm-hmm. as of today a really enjoyable game for a racing game a mm-hmm. lot different to the PS3 versions mm-hmm. not as hard as I thought it was going to be um, I'm actually halfway through and I've not even touched the career yet and I'm halfway through the trophy mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Nice. Which is quite scary, as I've put near on a day into it. Mm -hmm. It should be a lot longer like the PS3 versions were. So I'm I'm a bit shocked in the fact I've got the career left. Well, there's going to be like two bitching gold trophies. (laughs) I was thinking that. Yeah. There are two... Nice bitching gold trophies, but the disappointment is the games seem to be getting shorter. Yeah. I mean, that's been happening across yeah. the industry for the most part, so. It's just But it, it is. Uh, racing games, it is a little bit strange, I think. Yeah. I I also picked up Watch Dogs 2 on release day. Woo! Um, I, I actually got the release day for Watch Dogs 2 and Assassin's Creed mixed up. Whoops. Yeah. Now, the thing was, I thought Watch Dogs 2 was coming out on the release day of Assassin's Creed and vice versa. Mm-hmm. No idea how. So, went in. I said, I'll come to pick up my Assassin's Creed. He says, no, you're here to pick up your 
Watch Dogs. Okay. <laughs> so, picked my yes, boss. Um, I was only supposed to get the standard edition, mm-hmm. but the guy in game laid it on me thick and says, you can have this edition, the deluxe edition, for fifty four ninety nine. I thought, okay, what do you get with it? Oh, oh you get a extra uh... impacts. And oh, yeah. uh, a DLC, I thought, okay. Again, absolutely fantastic game. Yep. Major improvement on the first one in the fact the the guy you play as, uh, Marcus, Marcus, or yeah. I forgot his code name. Uh, retro. Retro, that's it, Retro. Um, he has actually got a lot of funk about him. He's got mm-hmm. the personality. He's got the jokes and the banter. Yeah. Compared to Aiden, oh who had nothing. For Aiden, it was all about revenge. Yeah. For Marcus and the Dead Set crew, it is all about Lol. getting people to know. Yeah. And they'll, they'll laugh about it. The fact that they can do it. Mm-hmm. That's oh, uh, fun, fun thing. I don't know if you guys saw this in the news, but apparently somebody ha- hacked the uh, metro system in San Francisco recently. I see that? <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I, the, I can't even remember what they said. Somebody hacked the uh, gate systems. So they were just all open. <laughs> they were, and people were traveling for free okay. for the weekend. Yep. Quite yep. funny, actually. Nice. Um, I, I actually had a lot of fun going around on Watch Dogs 2 around San Francisco. A yeah. lot of the sites that you could see, I mean, there was obviously Alcatraz. You had to go and look at Alcatraz. It's obviously yeah. there's bits that you can't see in the game that you can actually see in real life, but it's got a lot of detail to it. Um, The game itself, fantastic. The online as well, after they managed to get the patch out, the online for Watch Dogs 2, rather enjoyable. Mm -hmm. When When it works well, yeah. Yeah, a lot more fun than the first one. Yeah. And they feed into each other too. Like I I didn't kind of realize this at first because I was just doing the bounty hunts. Um, but the uh, co-op missions have a tendency to go horribly wrong. And so you end up with a pretty good wanted level, and then that draws in the people that are looking to hunt bounties. So they kind of feed into each other pretty well. I found the bounty hunting quite fun. Um, Yeah. As soon as I realized I could get online, I went and started the bounty hunters, the bounty hunting ones, and the first three people I ran over, they weren't expecting it. Oh, <laughs> cool. They literally went across the front of whatever vehicle I was in, including mm. that little one-seater car, that electric one-seater <laughs> car. That is a horrible car. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Um, it but feels like it's made out of cardboard. I accidentally got hit by a bus in one. <laughs> there wasn't much left of the car, but... At the same time, it was funny. Yeah. Um, that, I think that's it for Watch Dogs 2. Again, fantastic game. Excellent story. 
But I've also been playing Watch Dogs 1 just to pass time. Uh, mm. It's not I, a bad platinum. It's not. It, it was actually quite fun. I mean, I platinumed it for the PS4 and the PS3. Mm-hmm. But I can remember why I said I wasn't ever going to do it again. Uh-oh. Yeah. Song Sneak. Oh. oh, God, I forgot about that. All I have to mention is Song Sneak, and you know exactly what I mean. Yeah, so if you haven't played, if you haven't gone for the trophies in the first Watch Dogs, you have to go to various locations, and you have to basically find every single song in the game by wandering by them. But they kind of appear randomly, so like... Three you have to, missions. like, hope that it comes up yeah. in whatever location you're in, or else... Three are in missions, and there is an excellent guide for mm. a song at each location. Now, they've done it where they play on a loop certain mm. songs at certain locations in different parts of Chicago. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Now, that's them out of the way. Then you've got three songs that you have to hack off of Citizens, which was a pain in the proverbial. Um, Two of them I got without realising. One of them I actually had to go into free roam and find. I spent half a day looking for one song. Yeah, that sounds about right. I decided, do you know what, I'll go into free roam. Two minutes in free roam, it popped. I thought, right, fantastic, okay, get out of free roam. I've only got the online, and the drinking games left to do on that. Now, the last time I did drinking games on the PS4 version, I actually did it before Hmm. it was patched. So It was patched? Yeah, it was too hard. People finding it too hard. Oh, yeah, I mean, um, the last couple of levels were yeah, murder. Yeah, the level 10 on Pony yeah. was a pain. Excuse me. It, it was really hard. Um, I actually spent three or four days doing it on the PlayStation 4 um, with numerous amounts of swearing at my yeah. console. Because I always said my console was messing it up for me. It wasn't never my fault. It was, no. As those gamers do. It was lag. It was internet lag. Yeah. It, it's always the lag. <laughs> it's never the game. It's never you. It's always the inter- internet lag. Um, yep. And I found it really easy this time. And I found out that they actually patched it after I platinumed it on the PS4. Well. Which I found... An achievement in itself that I did it while it wasn't patched. Yep. So I, I think that's it, really, game wise for me. Um, there is obviously the division, what I want to get back into, but I'll speak about that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, we're going to do news now, I guess. So it's news time. And what's up with the. Uh, what's up with the, the thing you were just talking about? The thing? <laughs> Short term memory. My my brain just like caved in. I, I just came off of working six days in a row in retail over Black Friday weekend, so my brain is so mushy right now. I just, I just still alive. Yeah, I didn't get trampled, thankfully. No, uh, but yeah, so the division patch, right? Multiplication. 
uh, five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we were talking about the division uh, yeah. got a patch, right? Yeah, division today got a patch for the PlayStation Four. Um, the patch was received last week for the Xbox and PC. Uh, it's patch mm-hmm. one point five, and this basically stabilizes uh, everything again. If you bear with me a second, I'll actually tell you everything it brings into. Mm. Um, Once my PlayStation plays catch-up internet lag, we've just been talking about this. Um, It's got a ton of new features this time. Uh, You've got 12 new weapons, machine guns, rifles, marksman rifles, submachine guns, pistols. 11 uh, new hats. 10 yeah. new knee pads. Sorry. Uh, you've got a new world tier bracket. Now, if you've not played The Division since update 1.3, um, two updates ago, they brought in these new tier brackets in 1.4, mm. which are good for making you work for your stuff harder. Even more. Yeah. yeah. And you get better rewards. Um, now, they've just added tier bracket 5, which gives you gear score of 230+, plus, which mm-hmm. helps. They've added more NPCs at level 34 and above. The maximum gear score has been raised from, I think it was 229 to 256, which is about right. The mm-hmm. heroic modes are available only in tier 5 now. Um, I don't know if that's actually going to affect anybody if you do heroic. Yep. And th- there's far too much stuff in the general changes. Uh, adjusted language. Mention anything. Um, they've nerfed bits. They've added bits. They've really gone to town on update one five to make it more friendly. It's basically another... Um tier because yeah. with the 1.4 they um basically rebalanced everything so everyone could start from scratch uh start from fresh but the difference was that some people already had top tier stuff um yeah. so now with this nobody has top tier because there's a new top tier history that i will mention um and it goes fixed a weird door yeah I lo- that's my favorite patch note now that is the best patch note I have seen for a game ever. Fixed a weird door. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. So is it is it a thing? Because it it sounds funny on its own. Is that like a reference to something? It must yeah, be, just, but I haven't seen a weird door. Yeah, that's that's the- like that that's like Bungie saying uh, we fixed a weird cave in Destiny and. <laughs> People, some people will be like, "Ah, oh, the loot cave," you know. <laughs> no, no, it's not a. No, I entity. think it's something to do with the uh, base of operations, which actually wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, but, but there aren't any doors in the base up. No, there's not. It's somewhere. It's just some door somewhere. Mm. It, it was a random door, um, but I am looking forward to next month the survival mode coming out. Mm. With yeah. five new trophies. Yay! Which... That's the problem with uh, patch 1.5. It's designed to release along with survival, but because yep. of greed, it's not. So we have to wait, and there's We've pretty much empty patch 1.5. Days. But I suppose in itself, 
the season pass holders, excited for it, more excited we've got the season pass. I say yeah. we because I bought it, Prem's bought it, so... Yeah, but I haven't played it since I bought it because there's nothing, no point to play it. The Underground, play the Underground. What's the point in playing Underground when um, next month we can play Survival, which will give me loot, which will help with Underground, which, like, it's like a cycle. Yeah. It is definitely like a cycle. It is... It's perpetually put it off. Um, I, I'm it, sounds at... like, it sounds like you're procrastinating. No, I mean, I enjoyed it before. It's just that now that <laughs> now that they've basically pulled the rug out and then said, "Well, here's uh, the new landscape." Yeah, looking yeah. at the new landscape and saying, "This is a this whole area between now and survival is completely devoid of anything." I mean, so for for games like that, I have to say that nothing turns me off more than a constantly changing upper ceiling. Yeah. No. Uh, that's that's what ended up doing it for for Destiny. I think for me was it just I got to a point where it was like in three months it's going to change again, mm-hmm. and it's like um no I know it's going to change again, and then it's going to change again, and then it's going to change again. And I'm done. I, I <laughs> went back into Destiny last year when the Taken King came out. Yeah, um, I actually played it just before then, but I only had the standard edition. I didn't have any of the DLC, yeah. and I quickly found out that. You couldn't play any of the multiplayer modes that I enjoyed without the DLC. Mm-hmm. You couldn't yeah. do anything without the DLC. So we're like, okay, yeah. I'll buy the DLC. Mm-hmm. Now I bought the DLC, our Platinum Destiny, and it, at the time it was supposed to be the complete edition. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to add anything else, and if there were, it would be for season pass holders. Uh, they were just right. keeping secrets at that point. I'm sure they had the intention to carry on because they didn't yeah. think about it being a long game. Then they turned around at the start of this year and said, "Ha ha ha, we're bringing out more DLC, and you've actually got to buy it." Oh, and it's the complete edition. Yeah, again, so they've basically had two complete editions in the past two years. We're still no closer to Destiny Two, and it's a total mess that they keep doing it. Yeah. Which has put me off Destiny so much. I really did enjoy the game. It wasn't anything like Kalo. I don't really like Kalo, so <laughs> what? It made me happy that it was different. I played Halo. I couldn't get into it. Mm-hmm. So for people that enjoy it, that's fine. That's brilliant. It's a game you enjoy. I'm not knocking it. I can't get into it. Whereas Destiny Bay. Was something completely in the middle. It was a mix of Halo with Call of Duty, with a little bit of something else, mm-hmm. and it Deal worked. Or, yeah, at the time, it really did work. And then they've turned around and says, "Oh look, you can now have this and like it a lump it," which has put me off. Yeah, yeah. which is a shame. All right. Let's talk well, about another space adventure. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, so, uh, speaking of updates, No Man's Sky Update 1.1 is released, which, so, I'm going to say it looks like it's a kind of uh, juicy update. Yeah, it has um, a name, but at, right? But, huh? It has a name, doesn't it? Oh, it does indeed. It's uh, Foundations or something like that. Right. Right? Um, How can you have Foundations in Sky? Yeah, right? Well, you're not in the sky. Nobody's in the sky. That's why it's no man's sky. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so I'm I'm gonna say it looks like it's kind of a, a juicy update, but that doesn't really mean anything because you know obviously people have been burned by the promises before. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but the big thing, so the little thing that it adds is a survival mode, um, which is interesting. Uh, it, it's supposed to be a much more hardcore mode, and you know if you die, you actually die or something. And mm-hmm. uh, there's also a creative mode that's a little more you know freeform and you can just build whatever you want but the building which is also in the normal mode is that you can build bases now mm. yeah um and the bases yeah. sound like they're pretty cool uh you the, the, are they all identical exactly the same, the same no location actually on every planet every so I, was, <laughs> I was watching a video and it looks like it's pretty um flexible um even if the the foundation as it were were kind of cookie cutter like I was watching a video where they just took all of the walls in one room and just turned them into windows. Oh. And all of a sudden, and it was just on the fly. Um, it happened really fast. So it looks like it's pretty flexible. Uh, you'll be able to do all sorts of stuff here. You'll be able to build like waypoint things so you can keep track of uh, locations that you want to return to. Uh, you can build little portally things so you can travel around. You can build. Uh, Mining facilities to um, mine various minerals while you are away, mm-hmm. um, and other craftable items. Um, there's a whole bunch of things going on. Uh, I would definitely recommend. You know, there are videos about the building, and obviously they provided a very, very in-depth list of changes that they made with this. Thoughts? It looks. Um, it looks like a good effort. I mean, they've been silent for some time now hasn't it been a month or more they've been silent since that twitter outburst Mm -hmm. how long ago was that a month ago okay yeah so Mm -hmm. they've basically just ignored the world and not helped anybody in the meantime but now they're saying this is what we've got this is what we're offering um which i think is something it looks like a good list of changes but i i mean i'm not one of the players but Seems like it maybe doesn't fix a lot of the major issues. It fixes some, but in yeah. terms of it being a hollow experience, it doesn't seem to fix that. Um, certainly, though, I mean, if you're not too worried about the motivations, if you can find your own motivations, it seems like it improves the gameplay in many ways. So that's something. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I have to agree with all of that. It's it is like it's a little bit late to have this stuff. Like it sounds like this would have been great to have in the core game. Mm-hmm. Um, they've even fixed some inventory stuff. Uh, you can, oh, you can uh, hire aliens to work at your base, and you can uh, buy. Simulator. Yeah, you can buy like giant freighters, so you can send your inventory up to your freighter, mm. so you free up more space. Oh, those look um, cool. Yeah, reminded so me like, of the Ishimura from uh, Dead Space. Kind of, yeah. Um, and, and so there's there's a lot of things that make they look like they make the game a lot more interesting and i'm i i intend to go back and check it out just to see what's going on but at this point it's also like really late for this <laughs> you know it's yes. like the ship has sailed yes for lack of a better term absolutely although having said that um destiny's 1.4 free update did manage to get a lot of people back um so it's Do, like the... you mean division uh, sorry, yeah, division. We talk too much about Destiny. It's Freudian yeah, story. right. <laughs> yeah, I mean this. 
this, I mean, like I said, I, I intend to go back and check it out. I don't think I'm going to stick around because I've already got the platinum in that, which was grueling. Uh, yeah. um, it was really but Yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I'm i interested at least. So that's something. It actually brought back the same level of players at the start of the division with this 1.4 patch, which is... Oh, yeah. Reportedly. a lot. I actually yeah, don't believe that, but... Yeah, that's that's a very strange number. Because it was one of the best-selling uh, new IPs, which means the launch day figures must have been astronomical. Certainly, they were breaking all the servers when uh, it first launched, so that was a lot of players. Um, yeah. Maybe it's just because a lot of people have bought it in the meantime, so out of a much larger install base, um, a smaller percentage is equaling the same amount as launch, uh, possibly. But Maybe. Yeah. And... And just because it, they're seeing so many people return doesn't mean those people are spending the same amount of time either. No. You know, when when you're first starting out, you could sit there and if you were off that day, maybe you put eight or ten hours into that game. You, that same person might have come back, but they might only be spending an hour or two. So. Anyways, as a backdoor to The Division, let, let's – I think we're good on No Man's Sky. It's out there. Uh, check it out. Let us know what you think. Um, and then we also have uh, Titanfall 2 DLC should be coming, I believe, this week, um, which will bring with it um, a new-ish map, mm-hmm. um, among other things. Uh, if you played the first game, uh, Angel City, which is the probably most popular map from the original set of maps, um, it was in the beta, that is coming back. Um, and there's a new pistol, a new execution, and six new Titan kits. Coming. Are these all free? All of it's free. Oh, yep. um, well, hold on. So I believe the new Titan kits are free. They are including um, some kind of pay for like skins and stuff like that. Okay. But but apparently they're not even doing. There's no fake currency for real money. There's no loot boxes. If you see something, you can put down money for it and just buy it, and that's it. Good. It's not complicated you're not potentially just throwing money away or anything like that so glad to hear it uh so that's coming i think that you will make you play it some more well that it's kind of i i doubt that i'll delete it it's like every now and then i'll pop on and play a a match or two so i i enjoy that game too much that I, i don't think that i'll ever quite put it down not not for a while at least good um but it so that's coming november 30th uh which is probably about the time you hear this. Um, and then that's for uh, people that pre-ordered the game. And everybody else, you'll have to wait until December 3rd. Oh, so the the DLC comes sooner if you have some for, kind of code? If you So I think it's just if you pre-ordered it, um, if you got the day one edition or whatever, oh. um, then you end up getting the DLC like three days early. Mm. Well, three days isn't much, I guess. So that's fair, I guess. Anyway, so that's the Titanfall 2 DLC. Um, there's a potential Duke Nukem announcement coming this week. Anybody excited about that? Actually, yeah. Um, I love Duke Nukem back in the 90s. Absolutely mm. amazing game. So I'm really yeah. hyped to hear that there's a potential announcement this week for it. Yeah. Um, so Randy Pitchford was replying to somebody on Twitter and said, um, on December 1st, we are announcing something you might really enjoy. 
responding to somebody who said a Duke Nukem Gears of War crossover would be pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so on its own would be badass. Yeah, I can't imagine that they're going to do a Duke Nukem Gears of War crossover. So they're probably just talking about a Duke Nukem game. However, that would be pretty interesting. It, it, it would definitely be interesting, but a Duke Nukem on its own would be fantastic. I mean, they've they've done Doom. Um, Doom's obviously Doom was done before. They've mm-hmm. redone Doom. Bethesda made that game absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so I'm sure Duke Nukem could be done. But I I, yeah. I um I cringed when you mentioned Mr. Pitchford because uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking in the back of my mind, but isn't Duke Nukem owned still by Gearbox and of course, Gearbox has already tried once to remake Duke Nukem, and, well, you remember how that turned out. Yes, sort of. <laughs> so, But the thing is, that game had been in development for 10 years, and they were only, you know, the shepherd of it for, like, the last year or so. Mm-hmm. So, maybe if they start from the ground up, you could have a much better experience. I mean, I think that game was kind of doomed no matter what you did. Um, so yeah, Unintended. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, sort of. It was not Doom. Not even better off. It was if it was Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So hopefully that could be um, worth it. Uh, It could be a decent game. Um, But we'll see. And and as you said, Randy Pitchford. I love the guy's enthusiasm, but I don't really trust him. Mm. So. Well, I I don't judge him too personally. But Gearbox, as a studio at this point, has betrayed us twice. So. Right, exactly, and that's and that's the thing. Is like uh, it's, I just don't trust what I would be getting from them. Realistically, the only thing that they've done that I was really excited about was Borderlands. Yeah, you know, so that feels like an age ago now. How? Do yeah, you, and it, how do you feel they betrayed you from? Um, between, well, not me personally. I'm not gonna um take it too personally, but between Aliens, Colonial Marines, and yep. the um. The situation with Duke Nukem uh, Forever is that what yeah. they called it in the end after that release? Yeah, um, yeah. Between those two, I mean, they've shown that they're capable of releasing a bad game under a good name. Yeah, um, mm. and personally, I I still not too happy about Borderlands Two and Borderlands uh, the Interquel, but um, yeah. that's another matter. <laughs> yeah, the real um, I feel the real unanimous problems are aliens and doom uh not doom duke duke yeah yeah see i didn't like aliens it took the whole movie turned it into a game and that really should have just been thrown in the trash yeah i also yeah it was just not pretty didn't like um the episodic borderlands that's well that's on telltale i suppose yeah, I found that a bit too predictable, but fun in a way. Mm-hmm. That you got yeah, to- as their games tend to be sometimes. That's true. Yep. Um, all right, so we have Square Enix is looking into legal action for Final Fantasy XV leaks. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so apparently some, like, the whole story of Final Fantasy, I think, got leaked, like, a couple of days before the game was due to come out. Hmm. And is the um uh, is the problem here focused on the fact that people leaked the story or that stores released the game um like a week in advance? Um I think it's <clears throat> I must be the latter I would imagine, right? 
Yeah, um, I haven't clicked on your article, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, st- basically, but it, regardless of what it is, um, it, all of that content is protected content. So uh, people were leaking it online, and theoretically that's something you could potentially I don't know. sue over. But can you can you sue someone over writing about what they read in a book? It's not copyright infringement. It's not. Basically. That's true. I mean, it, it, if it was gameplay, they could. If they it was actually part of the videos, mm, I don't think anyone has that ownership over those until, um, unless they've signed an NDA or they've um, uh, been given a review copy under some other terms. Like when you, yeah, well, when you buy a game, you don't come under terms that it's only playable after a date or anything like that. Well, um, true. Well, so the playable thing is certainly true, mm-hmm. but it is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, with any, yeah, with video, I mean, you run into assets and stuff that are yeah. technically art, and can you protect that and all that kind of stuff? We kind of actually don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, which is why. So to um, the Tabata actually had a statement and so just for clarity uh i'd really like to apologize to people out there that these kinds of problems are happening it's just a very sad state of affairs we're currently looking into whether these kinds of activities spreading through these spoilers across the internet does legally constitute obstruction of our business or not i see and if it's if it's found it does then we will take legal measures to stop these being posted and take them down we apologize for all the problems caused and all this worry and angst being caused but we are taking solid steps to address this. Uh, people have been waiting f- such a long time, and it's just not really fair to spoil the fun of other people. So just stop that right now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's what it was. It was a uh, obstruction of their business, which theoretically is, I mean, that's kind of vague. And I think you would have a hard time really doing anything about it unless you could trace it back to a singular source. Um which I think is what they were kind of always intending anyways. If they could figure out where the leaks originated from, they could potentially um, sue the person or what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with him. I don't think it's fair to spoil anybody else's fun on a game. Um, no. I mean, people got Watch Dogs 2 way before release date. Uh, mm-hmm. Some guy decided he was going to stream it through his share play function. Mm-hmm. Um showed something on Twitter he shouldn't have, got a 48-hour blanket ban off of PlayStation. Hmm. Uh, are we talking about the um, the explicit yes. issues? Yes, he got a 48-hour blanket ban off the PlayStation Network um, for showing that, obviously, on Twitter, mm-hmm. and the fact that he was using the share play function for a game that had not been released. For a released. game that hadn't actually been released yet. Mm-hmm. How do we feel... I mean, we're in a fairly contemporary age where uh, video game streaming is very casual. It's not um, like broadcasting uh, in the mm-hmm. old ways. Um, so it, when someone shares, they're generally um, well, doing just that. They're doing it in the sense of giving other people the opportunity to view rather than mm-hmm. forcing things into onto people. Um, do we feel that someone sharing uh, a continuous stream, which is obviously not going to be too picky about... Uh, like, it's not selective, it's not um, determinate. Right. Do we feel that's bad versus people who deliberately post... Uh, post <laughs> I merged two words. Uh, post spoilers 
which um, are deliberately intending to spoil someone's experience. So um, how do, do we feel that, I mean, I, I guess the, to summarize that in a question, um, I think we all agree that malicious spoilers are a bad thing, but do we mm. feel that um, open streams before launch are a bad thing? No. I mean, that doesn't bother me at all. I mean, as long as it's, you know, clearly labeled and I can avoid it somehow, mm-hmm. then it doesn't really matter to me if people want to find that kind of stuff up. That's that's up to them. Mm-hmm. The problem I have is with, you know, random spoilers. If I'm like on a website reading about, you know, oh, and they're going to be putting this stuff in the day one patch and, you know, scroll, scroll, to, scroll down to the comments and somebody's like, this is how it ends. And I'm like, what the? F- <laughs> that's not cool. Not with a bang, you know? but with a whimper. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so, I mean, that bothers me. I don't think there's really, you know, anything you can do about that. I don't think like in this case, legal action can be taken against people for doing that. But I I do think it's a huge dick move. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely agree with extreme there. Mm. I like, I tend to avoid people posting early release spoilers on games or yeah well and and as a side note there is a huge difference between the the streaming and the spoiling because you know you can go to a website and they'll spoil stuff for you and you know on you know you'll be reading the front page and it'll be an article about this thing and usually most places do a decent job at least of indicating that it's going to take you know they're discussing something from the story or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, spoilers, that people spoiling things is intentionally malicious. It's something meant to catch somebody off guard and spoil something. Mm. Whereas, you know, when you mark something as spoilers, you're trying not to spoil it. So by actively trying to spoil it, you're doing something malicious. Whereas streaming is not. It's more like those articles that are like, oh, well, we're going to discuss this thing and you should be careful, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think, um, I don't know where Square Enix will stand on a justice point on this. I, I feel like, so the reason I didn't click on your article is because I think probably they're just saying it for show. Um, but probably. Yeah, on a sort of um, theoretical level, on a justice level, I don't know where they stand, but on a moral level, um, I think it's, the world could use more crackdown on um, malicious posts in general, any kind. Um, oh, yeah. And I think we're probably in an age where streaming is more, um, has should have more of a free voice. Uh, I, yes. I know that might sound like a contradiction, but I, I mean the sort of, the expression, the freedom of expression, um, which is not intended to harm versus the type which is. Um, yes. And... For that, I think the grey area, the really dark grey area comes when the people are streaming far before release and then it kind of um, becomes so propagated that it manifests into a spoiler. Because if someone's streaming a day before because their postman came early or whatever, like, completely harm. But if someone's streaming a week before, as was in this case, I think copies were going out a week before, then Mm. it becomes a problem with the supply chain. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think that sums it up pretty well, for the most part. Um, these are just two quick things. 
Uh, Lego City Undercover is coming to PS4, which was the uh, previously Wii U exclusive Lego game about a cop that can dress up in disguises and save the world. Um, so that's coming. I wonder if huh? I wonder if that one will do any better than on the Wii U because it was it was dreadful on the Wii U. Slow loading times, <laughs> kind of has to poor performance. I, thought I mean, like in a... terms of both performance and sales, I think it has to do better. Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, which it was actually a lot of people did like it despite those problems. So once you get rid of those problems, I, hopefully it should be really good. Yeah, I tried hard to like it, but it 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 is really difficult when it's just constant loading screens and and just so slow to move yeah. and and bugs. It, it just it doesn't matter how good a game is if basic functionality of it doesn't work then it ruins it mm-hmm. so you hopefully hopefully we will not have to deal with that um and this is just a side note i was reading about this and apparently they also list it for switch coming in spring so oh. if if you're interested in the switch then that's you know one more indication that it's coming sometime in the spring they're old for a switch games three years old oh uh, whatever four by that time I'm not. I'm not judging Nintendo on this one. Whatever they're doing, I'll, I'll wait until after they're done. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I think I th- if if you read it on some of the bits about the Switch, I think a lot of Wii and Wii U games are going to get a re-release on the oh Switch. Yeah, um, because they're banking that the Switch is going to do a lot better than the Wii or the Wii U, and a lot of those titles that didn't get much of an airing to the general populace will hopefully get um, a lot more sales and um spread a bit wider with the new switch at least that's nintendo's hope yeah i i'm sure that's the case i don't even know if it's sold 10 million so yeah all all of the um smash brothers and mario kart and and yeah but then is there a danger that the switch is going to come out and it's just like the same games for the wii (laughs) and the wii u what's what's new Uh, well weathered it with a bang so yeah, well, and you know they can't even. <laughs> that's true. They can, that's true. <laughs> they they can't even really get away with it. Like um, Breath of the Wild will be coming to both, so it doesn't even really solve the problem. So you need actual stuff coming to the Switch to to avoid that problem. But, uh, yeah. Um, also, we have Walking Dead season three is dated for December twentieth. So not wait. That's, big, that's quite a big news. Uh, I um, it's been a while. Going to be sat there, champing at the bit on release day because I think I might get the hard, uh, hard retail release for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so is it confirmed that there will be a retail disc coming out at the same time? Because I don't think it did with Batman. No, um, they are doing a retail release for The Walking Dead season three, but. Okay. If I remember rightly, they said they're not bringing that out till February. Yeah, that yeah, wouldn't surprise me. February 7th. And I will wait to go and pick it up and play it. And if any of my friends post spoilers, they won't be my friends anymore. They'll be then, the we're gonna have to get, then we're going <laughs> to have to get litigious. <laughs> I really love The Walking Dead. Um, yeah, so, obviously... That's interesting. Yeah. The Walking Dead. The the option they've got is obviously you can you can get it um in the episodic release with obviously the season mm-hmm. pass, but then they're also offering a physical copy. Yeah. In February, which only has the first episode. And you have to download the rest. Entitles you, yeah, entitles you to download the rest. Yeah. But that's how they've done it with Batman as well. 
Is it? Oh, uh, okay. With Minecraft Story Mode. Episode yeah. 1 on disc, the rest you had to download. Which ah, but actually... wasn't Minecraft 8 episodes? I don't know. It worked, but it didn't work because basically you're buying a disc that's essentially got one episode on it. That's it. Yeah. It's yeah. Really... Yeah. I thought the whole point of physical was you had it in case it was, you know, this, well, the internet was down or the service discontinued. Or we all know that that's like not that. true. I mean, look at how many day one patches there are. Almost every single game has day one patches that fix the game so it runs yeah <laughs> you know so <laughs> there's a day one patch let's be fair there's a day one patch sometimes for that day one patch <laughs> yeah right so, as in uh patches on day one how mm. does that work yeah yep that's that's a, that's a sorry state for the gaming industry yeah. that we've got to that stage that everything I, has to have I, I remember yeah. Back in the 90s, I mean, I'm not old, but I'm not young. Um, mm. My first gaming console was a Nintendo 64, then I upgraded to a PlayStation 1. I remember back then, games actually used to be games. You didn't need DLC to finish a game off. You didn't need mm. a season pass. You actually bought a game for a game. And then they yeah. started bringing out the DLC. It, Fucking awesome. <laughs> And now it's basically a case of we'll put out a game, half, not even half finished, a quarter finished. You've got to finish the game off with DLC and a season pass. I don't yeah. like that idea anymore. I mean, I I know I know a lot of people feel that way, and I certainly um, can see the appeal of looking back to a time before patches. But uh, I, I mean, quite simply, in counter argument. Nintendo's current games generally don't need patches. So it can mm-hmm. still be done. Right, it, it going to be. Nintendo. No. Yeah. It, it's, that's a Nintendo seal yeah. of quality where we've taken five years to do right. a game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, that's that's ultimately the thing, right? It's like every game that you played this year could have been delayed, you know, an extra three months, and then it wouldn't have needed the day one patch. But then again, they may have found more stuff to patch anyway. So, you know, it, it's like... Where do you draw the line? And the line generally is, well, it's going to come out this fall. So, <laughs> you know, I think that's just more a real, it's more a reality of the consumer nature of things yeah. than it is really video games themselves. It's not the video games or the developers that want to be doing this. It's it's money and people that want to buy games wanting it at a certain time. Yeah, going back to the Walking Dead season three, though, um, a lot of us obviously left Clementine at the end. Oh, of hang on, hang on! Don't spoil anything in season two. I haven't played yet. Yeah, I a think lot we of might want to. Still haven't played it, but obviously, we left Clementine in season two as a girl. Mm. Now, yeah. she's grown she's up grown. that bit yeah. more. Ah, spoilers. <sighs> It's, it's not a spoiler, spoiler to know that she survived. Well, I, I guess few other game series could potentially have the a thing being a spoiler that a person grew up, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's Walking Dead. Theoretically, I guess she could be, she could have just randomly died in the middle. Yeah, yeah. somebody bit a finger off. Yeah, that could happen. But I, I'm really looking forward to the fact that it again centers on different people on Clem. and yeah. mainly around Clem. But mm-hmm. being a huge Walking Dead fan, 
it'll be nice to see where they take it again. Mm-hmm. So does uh, that mean Clem could die in season three? Possibility quite, confirmed. Quite, <laughs> it could happen anyway. I mean, spoiler alert, if you haven't played season one, I wasn't expecting what whoa, happened. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if we're ready for this. Yeah, okay. I, I wasn't expecting what happened. If, if it's not Let's necessary to spoil, that. don't spoil. That's my master. It's not spoiled. <laughs> or if it's not, they can take it point, anywhere. Then. Yeah. Anyways, so point taken. Certainly, it, Walking Dead has always had a reputation of, you know. Not pushing boundaries, but but being just doing whatever you know. No, nothing is really off. Um, nothing is not allowed. Everything is allowed. You yeah. Do or to give a um, parallel example, in the TV shows, they're famous for killing off tons of people. So. Well, except yeah. except unless it's because apparently that's well, they kill. Yeah, uh, there's no so. reason for that. <laughs> but I mean. Current current safe people may die in the future. It's just the possibility. That's that's always the thing. They it's always about that. That's what Walking Dead is about. So, anyways, so uh, apparently there's one more thing. I didn't see this one coming. Uh, Lego Worlds is coming to consoles. Um, this did look kind of interesting. It's a it's a basically it's a Minecraft game, right? But it's a uh, Lego. Sorry, yeah. to be clear, it's not actually Minecraft. It's it's that style of game. It's not yeah. Minecraft that just happens to look like Legos. <laughs> uh, can anybody enlighten me on this one? Because uh, I haven't had a chance to read it. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a, there's a PC-only um, title to start with um, on Steam, I think, Early Access. So yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like that. It's um, build-your-own-world. You can um, just just start creating literally brick by brick, but there are pre-made uh, sets as well that you can you can use and help to build it up a bit faster. But it's literally just away you go. If you want, you know, knights and dragons and dungeons, off you go. If you want um, a bit more of a modern-esque um, setup, you can do that instead. You can do the usual bits like racing, swimming, uh, flying, all that kind of kind of mm. stuff. You now you can have helicopters, diggers. You know, dragons. It's um, think of everything from Lego that probably isn't um, like uh, another's intellectual property. Probably going back a bit now yeah. because most of them these days are someone else's um, property. But yeah, all the kind of core Lego stuff and um, uh, away you go, just building your own um, neat one. Yeah, we got an uh, article uh, on the site. There's a video if you want to check it out. Um, in, in my personal opinion, oh my god. What took so long? Because <laughs> my first reaction to Minecraft was, "Oh, it's Legos." <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting. They started off with, you know, they did. Um, was it Lego Star Wars? Was the first I one? So. Certainly something along those lines. Yeah, and then they just kept going with their sort of themes, and and now they kind of gone back to. Well, I tell you what, we could just do a Lego game because it's kind of popular enough now, mm-hmm. isn't it? Every and um, Lego. I don't know anybody that doesn't. I'm not usually. Think yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I think. Far for extreme, who seems to be saying to uh, Everybody loves Lego. Um, I, I, a prediction I have is eventually, I think there will be a Lego game in every genre. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> can't wait for that Lego dance party. Well, so <laughs> that 
this is coming out in February, right? Um, yeah. It's coming out February 2017, which coincides with the release of the Lego Batman movie, which is coming out February 10th. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Batman movie. Yeah. So that looks like it. I mean, I want to see that anyway. So, but yeah, they are definitely, looks like getting even bigger on Lego. It's just, it's so crazy popular right now. Oh. Never expected it. Well, what can you say? They just keep building on their successes. Oh, oh uh, dear. Oh, oh. It's not so bad if you're not great. It's bad. Come on, guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Wish I bought shares in Lego like 10 years ago or something. Let's just so, put another block there, right? Uh. So we're going to try this weird, funky game. Um, we all love games. We all love trophies. So we should play a game about trophies. Right. Um, so I have devised a game whereby I picked a trophy name and you have to figure out which of four games that trophy comes from. So, and uh, listeners can participate, should participate. Absolutely. We, we encourage participation. Um, we're going to give this a shot. Let us know if you have feedback. If there's an... Is it hmm? Audience participation yeah. is a sin. Not not just for the game, but if you think we should mix it up or do something different, if you have recommendations, please let us know. <laughs> oh dear, don't die! First on the bike. Uh, so speaking speaking of dying, all right. So number one, the first trophy is ghost stories. Does it come from Gone Home, Darkest Dungeon, Oxenfree, or the Banna Saga? Do we have a buzzer to push? No, no. I figure, I figure you can all answer, and we'll just see who gets it right. I'm leaning towards Gone Home. Okay. I'm going to say uh, Darkest Dungeon. Darkest Dungeon. And what about you, Dave? Yes. I actually don't have a clue, so I'm thinking Gone Home as well. All right. The answer is Oxenfree. Ah, oh, come on. I haven't played it. <laughs> I haven't played <laughs> After one, it's zero all. <laughs> trophy number two. The trophy is called Symmetry. Mm-hmm. What game does it come from? Is it Minecraft Story Mode, The Witness, Lego Marvel's Avengers, or Dragon Quest Builders? Well, I know that one's not in C. Okay. So I'm going to go... Uh, it sounds like Minecrafty Symmetry. So I'm going to say Minecraft. Okay. I have not played any of these, but I'm going to guess The Witness. Okay. I'm going to guess Dragon Quest Builders. Dragon Quest Builders. So someone's got to have gotten it right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Unless your info's bad. Yeah, right. The answer is B, The Witness. Hooray! Woo! Ah. So we've got one point for Prince. Witness me! Yeah, right? Oh, shut up about it now. <laughs> All right. Not over yet. So... Trophy number three. Bar Bar Brawl. Is it from Rise of the Tomb Raider, Uncharted 4 or Thief's End, Assassin's Creed 2, or PlayStation VR Worlds? Okay, that one should be easier. It's not in VR Worlds. It doesn't sound like an Assassin's Creed trophy. I think Uncharted is maybe a bit too obvious. I'm going to say Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm going to say Rise of the Tomb Raider as well. Ah, oh, no. Uh, 
uh, is there a scene in Uncharted 4 with a barbell? Uh, I'm sc- scrambling my brain. I'm sure there was one in uh, 3. Uh, so, was there one in 4? I don't think so, but I'm going to have to vote for that anyway, based on Ace's logic. And not, not no, sorry, <laughs> you're voting for Uncharted 4? Yeah. Okay. Based on Ace's logic? Because he yeah. moved out. <laughs> I didn't quite follow that one. Yeah, I'm always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, the answer is actually Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, so it's one. Yes! One I gave you guys that one. Yeah, right? So you can catch up. He's trying to create tension. Yeah, that's how I make it interesting. Trophy number four. The Great Discoverer. Is it from Robinson the Journey, No Man's Sky, Eve Valkyrie, or Eagle Flight? For me, if it's not Robinson, I'm just going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Well, since none of you are jumping at No Man's Sky, um, take the, yeah, take the no, I think I'll I'll go with Robinson ah, as well. <laughs> Dave, and we lost Dave. Man down. Nope, sorry, I'm here one moment. Okay. Alright, sorry about that. Um, so you with it? Uh, you've got... Yeah, yeah, I'm with it. Uh, <laughs> that phrase has a different meaning, I think. Oh. Uh, right. I think it's going to be Eagle Flight. Eagle Flight? I would be surprised. Out of the, all the four. The answer is Robinson the Journey. Hey. So. Hey. Trophy number five. Prey on the way up. Is that from Watch Dogs 2, Mad Max, Battlefield 1, or Mafia 3? Uh, how, some of you guys have played some of these, right? Uh, um, I, haven't, I haven't played Watch Dogs 2 yet. I've got the game, but I haven't played it yet. I haven't played Mad Max. I haven't played Battlefield 1. I haven't played Mafia 3. But based on that name, I'm going to pick Mafia 3, just because, yeah, you better pray, because you're going to get a <laughs> bullet in the head or something. You one know? for Mafia 3. <laughs> Dave? I think... Prince is trying to get information. I have played zero of these, <laughs> so I really need it. <laughs> I do remember what game it's from. Game it's from, game it's from um... Which ones can you rule out? Well... He's played at least three of them. I don't know if he's played Mad Max. I've played Watch Dogs 2, Battlefield 1, and Mafia 3. Now, bear in mind, Watch Dogs 2 is my most recent one. Um, So how recent does it feel? I'm going to have to go with Mafia 3. Okay. It feels like a scene I remember in Mafia 3. I'm going to lean on that too, because either way, there won't be a change in point. Well, that that is should have done this. Silently. That is correct. Oh, right. It was Mafia Three. Yeah, there's a there's yeah. a fantastic scene where um, he's killing like his first mob boss or whatever. Spoilers. And he kills mob bosses. Yeah, and so yeah, spoilers if you don't want to know. He, he's not. He doesn't kill the guy. He attaches. He like hangs the guy from a Ferris wheel. So he ties the rope to the Ferris wheel, turns the Ferris wheel on, and the guy goes <laughs> says something about. Can I at least have a chance to pray? And he says, pray on the way up. Ah, that's brilliant. <laughs> right? That's a brilliant way to incorporate in this trophy. I like yeah. that. We should have more anecdotal trophies. 
Yeah. Like, like um, I feel like okay. I'm a Ubisoft um, representative saying anecdotal this, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the last trophy, number six, diplomatic immunity. <laughs> the choices are XCOM 2, Skyrim Special Edition, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, or Dishonored 2. Uh, I'm going to imagine Infinite Warfare. You're going to say Infinite Warfare? It's the most obvious one there. Have you played it? No. No, I don't want to play it. Okay. Just, I was just seeing if that was a definite <laughs> or not. Um, I'm going to lean on... Uh, is XCOM 2 anything like Civ in that you can make relations? Not, is it? I don't um, know. Okay, I'm going to lead. I'm going to go on Dishonored 2 then, after all. Because it has Dishonored 2. a sort of uh, political tone. So that leaves me with either XCOM 2 or you Skyrim. Pick, yeah, pick something. Uh, it's always, always an option. Uh, I think diplomatic immunity sounds. To be honest, I wouldn't have associated that with either of those other two ones, Dishonored 2 or COD. But um, XCOM, don't think so. Uh, based on, I don't think it matches any of the others. I'm going to go with the last one, which is Skyrim. Skyrim. For Ace, Ace is correct. It is ah. Skyrim. Hey! Uh, right. Wow. That's a good choice. That was so, at the, at the end of <laughs> six rounds... We have Dave with two, Prince with three, and Ace with four. Oh, come on. Ooh. With that Skyrim. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Skyrim, you betrayed me for the last time. So we figured we'd do that instead of doing the normal drop and going through that, because I'm sure you probably have already heard that seven times before. So we thought this might be a little bit more fun. Let us know what you think. Um, from there, we are going to move on to more trophies. So Ace, take it away. Top of the trophy pops um, for 29th of November. <laughs> right, the, the trophy chart has evolved slightly from last week. Um, got a few more places. What did um, it evolve into? Well, a bit more, bit more choice. <laughs> well, well, a bit was... more, a, a few more games. Uh, so we've, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we've got some. Uh, we've got some ones that have left, and we've got some re-entries that aren't exactly new entries, but um, and we've got one new entry. Um, so at uh, number five, we've got Titanfall 2 returning um, with the uh, the graduate, 258 wins plus three other trophies. So a little um, part of the uh, of the chart there. A lot there, of people started uh, to it, and I see. Yeah, yeah, all um. Going back to it, isn't it? Um, number four, The Elder Scrolls um, Five Skyrim Special Edition um, Unbound. Exactly the same trophy yep. again, which I think is probably like the first one. So. 260 mm-hmm. wins. Plus one other trophy. Again, kind of sort of people picking that one up. Yep. Um, just starting. Three, Batman, the Telltale series. Uh, home Sweet Home, 286 wins. That's five other trophies. Um, that's, kind of <laughs> that's episode so, four. Again, that's episode four. Right, so that's um, DLC, yeah, is newly it? Newly released episode four. Right. On Tuesday. Ah, okay. 
Yes, that makes oh, sense. Nice, yep. Okay. So there. Yeah. Um so I have to compare that to how many people own it and see how popular. Yeah, how many people are sticking uh, with it. Well I haven't played it because yeah. of Final Fantasy. So mm-hmm. Which brings us to our number two and our new entry, Final Fantasy oh, fifteen, two hundred and eighty seven wins. Edging edging into second place uh, by one trophy win. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I won't say what the trophy or any of the details because it's a secret one, but it's pretty much like the normal first part of a game that you normally very, get. Completed. Very literally. It's, um, it's one of it's one of those <laughs> start the game type copies, like you yeah, take a couple of steps yeah. and bing. I think it took me a while to get. Plus, uh, hmm? yeah, plus nine other trophies. Yeah, so uh, needless to say, Final Fantasy is still very popular. It is managed... Yeah. In what was it? Eight PM, right? What what time did it release for you guys yeah. over there? Did it actually? Uh, it would have been midnight, midnight some places, I think. So yeah, digital and all. So that it's lot. been out for what eight hours plus twelve hours, so twenty hours there, and even less so here. And it's managed to make it into <clears> the <throat> number two spot. Yeah, I expect next week that's probably going to dominate. Yeah, but we'll see. Um. Uh, number one, non-mover, is still Watch Dogs 2, mm-hmm. holding in there. Uh, different trophy, Troller, 453 wins, uh, and there's still 27 other trophies yeah. in the chart. Yeah, so it's, um... it's, uh, so it's interesting because Troller is actually a multiplayer trophy. So uh, apparently they fixed, they fixed the multiplayer, and so this one ended up going wild. Yeah, that explains yeah. Mm-hmm. They fit so, last Yeah. So I guess everyone did the single player stuff last week, and now this week they're doing the multiplayer. We'll see uh, whether Watch Dogs is still keeping its watchful eye in the chart or whether it uh, drops mm-hmm. out. Speaking of dropouts, um, my name is Mayo, <sighs> and Assassin's Creed 2 have left the chart. So uh, I'm guessing everyone's got their fill now of the cheap, free, easy. Uh, trophies of uh, my name is Mayo. It's literally tapping a Mayo jar, yeah. hundreds of times, thousands, literally, or thousands, yeah. thousands of times. Yeah, tens of thousands. The, oh, yeah. the RSI inducing. <laughs> ah dear, and uh, of course, Assassin's Creed Two was in and out of the chart like oh, an assassin. <laughs> Man, oh dear. Sorry, yeah. I forgot. I'm not supposed to roll my eyes or whatever. Right, it throws it off. Sorry. Bad. Continue. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, second week of the row for Watch Dogs. Probably slightly artificial in the fact that half the game wasn't working, but is yeah. now. Um, and uh, it's nice to see, I guess, some some re-entries, some DLC turning up in there. Um, are you happy about Titanfall Two edging its way back in? Always. <laughs> <laughs> I I love Titanfall Two. It like I said, it's going to stay yeah. on my my PlayStation for a while, so. Yeah. So there we go. That's um, that's uh, this week's chart. Um, I think all bets are on for next week to see what happens, although Final Fantasy is going to look like a, a good bet, yeah. I expect. Yeah, that... Maybe even uh, King's Tale. rename next week's podcast the Final Fantasy Fifteen podcast? <laughs> well, I'm just... I thought that was probably already a given. Well, I yeah. think I'm thinking maybe uh, Final Fantasy 15 returns or something. It's been a while. Um, 
Yeah. So uh, that looks like that's it for us this week. Um, thanks for stopping in. Thanks for listening. Uh, I have put up a Watchdogs 2 review. It is without the multiplayer component because at the time it wasn't working. Um, so we just made do. Um, you can follow us at uh, True Trophies. I'm at underscore brand foo. Uh, what have you guys been up to? Anything? Uh, what about you, Dave? Any new uh, walkthroughs or anything? No. Uh, there will be a new walkthrough for Titanfall 2 Woo. by the weekend. Awesome. So look out for that. Um, and if I rightly, mm-hmm. by the end of maybe just before Christmas, we shall have a walkthrough for Smite and Overwatch. Awesome. As well as a roundup of the yearly stats of the walkthroughs that we have had published this year. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, because we are getting to the end of the year and we're going to be doing all those yeah. stats things and you need to watch out for your chance to vote on Game of the Year and all that kind of stuff. We love stats. We love our numbers. Uh, but thanks for joining us once again. Uh, it was great. Uh, we will see you again soon. Thanks. Bye. See you around. See ya. See ya.